Welcome back to your home inspector training. I am Garth Haslam, the home medic. Subject today is going to be eight-legged critters, also known as spiders. We're also doing separate segments on critters with six, four, and two legs, and then uh, zero legs, which of course would be snakes. As the home inspector, as I've mentioned a hundred times before, you're expected to know everything about everything. While spiders themselves are not necessarily part of a home inspection directly, for example, you know, people are paying you to know if your way around roofing and plumbing and electrical and heating and cooling and attics and structures, etc. You also need to have some information about spiders. Because if for no other reason than to protect yourself so that you can do another inspection tomorrow, you've got to have some background. Also, you can provide some very helpful information to the client. Again, you need to have them there so that you can say, look, you know, this situation here, it may not be an electrical problem, but it could result in your child going to the hospital or even perhaps death. So this is certainly a part of your training. Now, there are, of course, innumerable species of spiders. There are three that you're going to want to have closest on your radar. Those are the black widow, the funnel web, and the brown recluse spider. Now, some of these spiders take a different form in different parts of the country. Most of the country is going to have your black widow and the funnel web, and I will describe shortly what the difference is between a funnel web and a hobo because they are different. You know, obviously we can all get bit by spiders, and sometimes it's going to be painful, and I know that for me I've been bit by other than the black widow and, you know, the ones that I mentioned, and it's annoying and it causes a skin rash and it uh, itches for a week to ten days. But that is not anywhere near the same level as what can happen to you if you get bit by one of these nastier spiders. So we're going to cover those main three. Now, depending on where you live, you may not have all of them in your area, and we're going to talk about that. I'm going to start with the black widow. Now, of course, you know that if you've been around, that it has the silky web, that it likes moist places, that it's very easy to find those in new construction, in sprinkler boxes, if you're in an area where there, where sprinkler systems are common, areas where it's just going to be a little bit more moist. You need to make sure that as you are inspecting these sorts of areas, you're paying attention to that. I was doing one inspection where I didn't get bit, but the homeowner was just kind of puttering around while I was doing my inspection. And he mentioned that he got bit by a black widow. He actually knew it. What he should have done was go directly to the hospital. What he did not do was go to the hospital. And so as a result, you know, he was working around and doing some things. He almost lost his leg at the knee, turns out, because he tried to get the day's tasks done rather than deal with the black widow bite. Also found out that scratching any spider bite is just going to make it worse. You know, my thought would be that you're distributing the poison so that it's more diluted, but that's not a good idea. Apparently, you want it to stay in that one place, and then it can be treated and dealt with in that one place. So what you don't want to do, let's say that you have that scenario happen where you're going somewhere, and you actually, you know, maybe you stick your hand down in a sprinkler valve box, and the Black Widow gets you or maybe you're down 
in the basement or a crawl space and you're moving around in that crawl space, you know, maybe a brown recluse gets you or a funnel web spider. You can identify the funnel web quite often because guess what? It's got a funnel web to it. Sometimes in the fall, those funnel web spiders will go out hunting and they're looking for a mate and they're not necessarily in a good mood if you're not the mate. So you can get bit. Also be aware that with all of these kinds of spiders, the little ones can be, and this is like snakes, they can be the most dangerous because the venom that they have is how they eat. But a baby spider or a baby snake for that matter isn't going to know how to control that. So you're going to get the whole load when you get bit. By contrast, you can get a dry bite from a spider or a snake or whatever, and while you have been bit, the spider didn't use his venom. Just kind of a get-out-of-here sort of a bite. So that sort of thing is always a possibility. So as you're going into places that could have black widows, you're going to want to be paying attention to, you know, do we have those sorts of stronger web-type environments? If you're in there, you just can't go blundering around or you're not going to be a home inspector for very long, and it's entirely possible that you might not be a parent for very long because you've got to be a little bit more careful than that. Protective equipment, we're going to cover that, but uh, let's just say as, as you're dealing in areas where you could have black widows, you are going to want to protect yourself. Let's go next to the funnel web spider. It looks very similar to the hobo spider. The difference is that the funnel web is a little more athletic. It's faster. It's got a mean bite, but it can't climb walls. So if you see what looks like a funnel web slash hobo spider, yes, they are different. You see it on maybe the ceiling of the second story of a house. Good chance it's a hobo and much less dangerous than if you were to see this same spider or a similar looking spider in the basement or the crawl space. Again, you get bit and you know it's a funnel web spider. You need to be done with the inspection. Tell them you'll come back after you've been to the hospital. It's that serious. Yeah, like I say, there's these two or three spiders that you're going to be wanting to pay attention to. The funnel web spider is one of them. Hobo spider, you're going to want to get on Google yourself and just do a search so you can see the difference between the hobo spider and the funnel web. There are differences, not necessarily part of what you're paid to do as a home inspector. You just got to know what to do to protect yourself. You're not necessarily going to need to identify whether you got a hobo spider or not, but you can use the presence of that sort of spider to bring up the issue of spiders with the client. They'll appreciate you for that. You know, again, it's above and beyond what a home inspection is, but it's important information for the client and it will get you referrals and respect and appreciation, those sorts of things. The brown recluse, it is a little bit more specialized in the area where it is found. Generally, if you draw a line from about Iowa to Nebraska and then you go south of there, you're going to have the recluse in that area. Similarly, you can have the brown recluse found in New Mexico, Arizona. And I found one website where it shows that the brown recluse can be found in the southernmost tip of California. And then another site that I also found to be credible that says there are no brown recluses in California. 
The thing is that all of the websites will say that it is possible for a recluse to be brought from somewhere. And so you could have a pocket of recluses, maybe in Nebraska, or let's go for Idaho, that was brought from Texas. And that recluse may actually be in that house or that apartment building or that industrial building, whatever it is. So not to say that it's impossible to get bit by a recluse anywhere in the United States or anywhere in the world where they're not supposed to be. So you need to have that as part of what's on your radar as you're going through homes. Uh, tarantulas are also interesting. They are not included, actually, in the ones that, are, that have the scary poisons, if you will. They'll often have a dry bite. It, it will feel like a bee sting, and you know they'll try to stay away from you if you try to stay away from them. My wife and I, we went to one of those home shows where they actually had one of the varieties of tarantulas that uh, would climb around her hand and her arm and mine. And that was interesting because, you know, tarantulas give everybody the, the EU. But, yeah, that one much less interesting than, than some of the others that I've just described. So let's say that you, as part of your inspection, you've got to go into maybe an attic or a crawl space the first thing you're going to want to do is go looking for moisture and webs. Obviously, when there's moisture in there, that can cause a lot of problems. You've got mold and rot and termites, etc. And you can actually see about the moisture history in, for example, a crawl space based on how many spider webs there are. So the bottom line is that where there's moisture, there's mold, where there's mold or moss, that sort of thing, there's going to be bugs eating it. Where there's bugs, there's going to be spiders, and where there's spiders, there's going to be spider webs. So actually, as you go into some of those crawl spaces, you can see certain corners where the spider webs are considerably thicker than the rest of the area, and that's where you know that there has been a history of water entry into the crawl space or wherever it is that you are looking then at that point you know you've got further investigation to identify why water has been going in there and then determine if this is an ongoing issue and something that you need to help the client address in any case you know where you have a historical issue of water it needs to be clear as to what happened when and why so that your client is protected as well as possible and knows as much as possible so they can protect their family as well. So as I was saying, when you go into a crawl space like that, and the first thing that you need to keep in mind, one of the primary rules in doing home inspections is that you need to stay alive and you need to keep your client alive. Don't do anything that's unsafe. Nobody expects you to die as part of your home inspection fee. Matter of fact, if you want to play macho and you're willing to potentially die as part of a routine inspection, you're not going to last very long. You're not that smart. You're not that capable. None of us are. And we need to stay safe. Obviously, you get bit once by one of those nasty spiders. It's going to take you months at best to recover and at that point in time, you're probably going to be thinking, look, I don't know that I want to do home inspections again and get bit some more. So it could very much be a career ender to ignore spider type issues. So protection 
would be key. Maybe you look at that crawl space and you just say, look, I'm not going down in there. Obviously, the client's not going to be happy about that. And you've got to make a decision whether you'd rather have an unhappy client or whether your risk level is such that uh, you'd rather be able to go home tonight rather than to the hospital. Be aware, of course, that that's a choose-your-poison sort of a thing. If you don't get into that crawl space, the client's going to be wondering why he hired you. So one set of options that you have would be to use some personal protective equipment, which you should be using in every inspection anyway when you're getting into crawl space type areas. That personal protective equipment, or PPE, would include gloves. Of course, pretty much any set of gloves that are thick enough to avoid having spiders bite through them. You can get those suits. They're available at places like Home Depot or Lowe's. If you have any questions, I'm sure I could guide you on particular kinds of suits. But you can also get them from places like Granger. So you got your gloves on, you got your suit on, you got something over your head so the spiders are not dropping on your head and biting your brains. Another part of what you're going to want to do is just be aware of what's going on. You know, you're doing your hands and your knees. You want to make sure that you're not doing battle with some funnel web spider who's crawling along to the same place as you're trying to go. If you're seeing funnel webs, you need to be a lot more careful about those sorts of things. If you uh, are crawling around the, the crawl space and you run into one of those strong silky webs that come standard with black widows, you're going to want to have some bells go off in your head if they have not done so already. And you're going to want to be paying specific attention to wet areas or areas, of course, that have more webs. Because, again, that's where the spiders are going to be. That's where the bugs are going to be, etc. You know, again, all of this information is stuff that you can and should be passing on to your clients. Because at some point, they've got to go into the crawl space and you don't need them to die either. They appreciate that stuff. It's how you stay in business. Okay, so risk reduction for that sort of thing. Let's say that you go in and you see that the southeast corner of the foundation in the crawl space has a lot of web. Let's say that, for example, you see a couple of black widows in there. Let's say you see a funnel web spider, and let's throw in a recluse even just for, for giggles. You know you got a problem there. So the question then becomes, you know, what do we do about this? It's not about spraying or bombing the crawl space to kill off the bugs. That's a good thing to do, but it doesn't solve any long-term problems. We need to know, and you need to identify why the bugs, why the spiders are there in the first place. Again, spiders follow bugs. Bugs follow mold and mildew. That mildew follows water, and we need to find out where the water is coming from. That can happen because of drainage issues. Maybe you've got a rain gutter that's not being drained adequately away from the house. Maybe you've got a sprinkler system that is soaking the house. Maybe you've got a sprinkler system where there's a broken line. Maybe you've got a drainage slope back towards the house. The spiders and the webs and the moisture are giving you all the clues that they can give you. After you get out of the crawl space, you can go looking at that southeast corner and say, all right, why do we have water here? Usually it's a fairly easy item to identify. Maybe you've got a driveway that slopes towards a particular corner. Maybe you've got a patio with a, with a backwards drain. Maybe you've got that rain gutter that's doing something wrong. Or maybe there is no rain gutter and the roof is just draining water towards that corner. When you see that, 
the spiders are not the primary item that you write up there. Of course, you write them up too, but when you're describing the problem, the big problem is the source of all of the above, not the spiders or the mold or termites or rot directly. Those are symptoms. Okay, similarly, when you're getting into the basement, maybe you're checking the windows, you're opening and closing those. That's where your funnel web spider likes to be. So you're messing with the funnel web spider, and if you're not being very careful with your hands, easy for that funnel web to decide that you're the enemy. He runs up there, he bites your hand, and now you've got a hospital bill to pay, and it might be a career ender for you. So risk reduction, again, the awareness as you're going through the crawl space and basement, etc. This is how to do risk reduction. Finally, in the risk reduction category, if you are in a home and it has a lot of clutter, and you know this can happen as we're doing inspections quite often, you'll see maybe where there was a hoarder. Sometimes you're needing to move boxes and stuff and cereal boxes and clothes and pots and pans or whatever so that you can get to an electrical plug so that you can test it. As you are moving the clutter, quite often you're messing with the life of a spider who doesn't appreciate that you're there in his environment. So this is another way for you to get bit. As you're moving these items, you want to do so again carefully so that you're not having to pay a doctor at the ER for a home inspection that you did. What do you remember for most of this? Uh, you know, the primary things to remember is that, you know, most spiders are relatively harmless except for, you know, those three, the black widow, the funnel web, the recluse, if it's in your area. Those are spiders to be very much respected. They can be career enders, and you're going to want to pay attention to that. Make sure that you go looking for any sign that those sorts of spiders are in the area. That way you can protect yourself, you can protect the family, you can provide value to the family. And in that way, you can cause yourself to be not only appear to be a hero in uh, protecting the family, but you're going above and beyond. And people appreciate that. They appreciate good service. You've heard me rant about good service before, but... That's the best thing you can do as part of any home inspection. Okay, webs mean water, and they mean spiders. Be careful about that. Now, go out there, make me proud.